What is up, everybody? My name is Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. If this is your first time joining. Welcome. I'm so excited that you are here. Um, this episode is all around confidence and building trust with ourselves. I'm a firm believer that if you know yourself, you can trust yourself. Um, and if you have been struggling with second guessing yourself or just procrastinating on things and just feeling like you're thinking a lot about things, but you're not taking action on them and you're not sure why there's a disconnect or why there is kind of this, um, resistance around it. Um, I kind of want to talk, I'm going to talk about confidence and I'm going to talk about the formula for creating confidence. And some of you guys have maybe heard that episode, the confidence formula, but I'm going to be elaborating on some of that stuff. Um, so first off, what is confidence? What is it? Um, I'm a believer that confidence is the belief that it is safe to be yourself, that it confidence is the belief that it is safe to be yourself. It is safe to take up space. It is safe to take up time. It is safe to fully be you. Okay. That is how I define confidence. It really comes down to the sense of safety because our ego is designed to protect us. And so whenever our ego senses any type of danger, even if that is emotional danger, like things that it's not actually a lion chasing us, but it can create that same effect in the body of anxiety, right? Have you ever had a situation where you're in, uh, in class, like in school and some, and the teacher would call on you and you could just feel like your entire adrenaline system going through like a cycle of fucking fear. <laughs> like that is an example of the ego being like, Oh no, I sense danger. We need to protect. And so creating a level of safety within your own mind and within your own body is really important. And obviously we all want to have that, like, yes, it's important, duh. But how do we create that? Um, a big part of that is noticing the moments when you feel that resistance, that fear, that, oh my gosh, that second guessing yourself, right? I truly believe it's like a muscle. Confidence is a muscle. Trust is a muscle. And we have to work it out. We have to strengthen those muscles because I can guarantee there's things in your life that on day one, you were really afraid, but now you feel really comfortable because you feel safe doing it, that you can trust yourself with that. Um, anytime we've had a job for the first time, right? That sense of, Ooh, I don't want to mess it up. That fear of failure starts coming in and it's like, Ooh, it could feel like anxiety. It can feel like procrastination. It can feel like so many different things. So if we can get to the baseline of where in your life, are you not taking action on things and where in your life are you being too hard on yourself? Because if you, if, if confidence is, a, is the belief that it's safe to be yourself, What's the inner critic saying? We all have an inner critic that's trying to tell us we're not doing good enough or it's not whatever enough. It always comes down to not enough. That's what it always comes down to, right? Fear of not having enough time, fear of not being connected enough to people in your family or fear of them not loving you enough, fear of not whatever. There's so many things that always come down to this belief of not being enough. And that belief is a total lie. Um, oftentimes that critical voice within our mind can maybe echo our parents, echo a teacher, echo someone in our life that had a, uh, a place of authority that told us we weren't enough or, or, or you felt like that was the message that you received in those situations. And so these are different stories that have happened in our life that has helped shape these beliefs. And so when we start looking at those stories, like, okay, at what point did I start doubting myself? At what point 
you know, was there a moment? Can you remember a moment where you felt like, you know, it wasn't safe to speak your mind? Was there a moment in life that you felt like it wasn't safe to take up space, you know? Um, and when we can start to identify like, hmm, where did that come from? Okay. And then this is when I like, this is, this is the fun part is does that serve me? Yes or no? Like, okay, like maybe that belief is like, it's time for it to expire. That belief gets to expire. Okay. And what do I want to believe instead? What do I choose to believe instead? And so creating a different type of affirmation, something to support you, something like I'm learning more and more every day. You know, I love myself exactly as I am. And if anytime mantras or affirmations don't feel true, then you could just simply add, I'm in the process of loving myself exactly as I am. And even affirming to yourself, it's safe to take up space. It's safe to speak my mind. It's safe to show up without all the answers, right? Because that's also a big thing of wanting to control things. If there's areas of our life that we don't feel in control of, we often will try and control everything else. It gives us that sense of control. And so sometimes that can come about with like excessive planning, you know, um, of feeling emotionally drained because you're focusing on other people, right? If you're focusing on everyone else around you and you're feeling emotionally drained by it, that's on you. So let's start reeling it back in. If you are worrying about people in your life, that is energy that you don't need to be spending because there's your business, there's their business, and then there's God's business. If you are worrying about the future for someone else, you got your nose all in their business and God's business. And so this is your reminder that you only need to worry. And I don't even want to say it like that because there isn't, worrying is an unnecessary waste of energy. It's focusing on the future, which is something we have nothing over, nothing. We can't control the future. We don't even know what the future is coming. Sure. We can know what we have planned for tomorrow, but until we are there in that moment, we don't actually know. So the best thing to do is to bring yourself back to the present moment. When you notice that your mind is, is way in the future and you're feeling anxious, or if you notice your mind is dwelling on past things and you're feeling down and you're feeling depressed, bring yourself into that present moment right here, right now. And one of the best ways to be present is to list a couple things that you're grateful for. What am I grateful for in this moment? You know, maybe it's like, I'm really grateful for this cup of water. It's exactly what I need. I'm really grateful for the house that I live in. I'm really grateful for this phone that I'm listening to this podcast on. I'm really grateful for the people in my life. I'm really great. And and if you ever feel like, I don't know what I'm grateful for right now, ask yourself this, what am I, what things in my life or people in my life do I never want to lose? That is the easiest way to identify things you are grateful for. Ask yourself, what are things in my life I never want to lose? Right? And so then it instantly identifies and illuminates the things in your life that you could be practicing more gratitude towards. And it is a practice. Like you could say, yeah, sure, I'm grateful for things, but are you practicing it? Like I could wear yoga pants, I can have a yoga mat, but if I'm not practicing yoga, it doesn't mean shit. (laughs) I could have a yoga attitude, but if I'm not practicing it, I'm not gonna get the benefits of it. So yeah, you can have an attitude of gratitude, but are you practicing it? That allows you to come back into the present moment. And when we are in the present moment, we can access our power because 
We can't control the past. We can't control the future, but we can show up with confidence, with trust that is safe to be yourself. Um, especially when you're with yourself, right? If opening up a journal, writing, like it's safe to express my thoughts without having a point to it, right? If you're, if, if, if you do something where you have to be creative, um, or you have hobbies that you want to start doing more of to have that self-expression, that creativity, are you creating the space for you to do that? Are you giving yourself permission to do it messy? This is my biggest philosophy in life is take messy action. As a recovering perfectionist, a recovering people pleaser, wanting to please everyone else, wanting to get it right, wanting it to be perfect, it creates such unrealistic expectations. And these unrealistic expectations can create burnout, anxiety, it can create procrastination because procrastinating can be a form of avoiding, um, of avoidance, right? Obviously we know that we're avoiding the thing, but it's almost like a delayed stress release of like, oh, I'm not going to feel the stress of that until I absolutely have to. But what we're actually doing is creating stress throughout the whole process instead of just starting. Hey lovely, if you are ready to take the lead in your life, if you are ready to cultivate self-love that empowers you, inspires you, and allows you to take action on the things that really matter to you in your life, then Glow Self-Love Mastermind is open for enrollment. There is a link in the show notes that you could be able to join. This is a six-month mastermind that is for empathetic and spiritual women to come together to create sisterhood, to create empowerment, and to master our emotions. And it's not so much controlling them as it is surrendering to them and allowing for your feminine flow to guide you in your day, how to get into flow, how to create a meditation practice, how to be open to receiving everything that life has to offer. And so if that sounds good to you, there is a link below that you can schedule a free one-on-one call with me and we can be able to dive into your self-love journey. Here is what Justice has to say about her experience with Glow. If you're on the fence about it, I just want to tell you that like, If you don't do it now, you're going to do it in some way, somehow in the future. So if you don't do it like literally right now in a couple years, you're going to kind of wish, like be thinking, what if I would have joined that program? Where would I have been then? Because the way I saw it, if I didn't join it now in that moment, I would have went all these couple years struggling, lost, like, and I would have, I would have put myself back more by not deciding to go into the program. I would have taken a step back rather than how I feel now is that I've taken 20 steps forward and there's no going back now because I did join GLOW. I did decide that as a path, even though I was on the fence about it, hardcore, I was like, is this really what I should do? And when I did make that decision to do it, I just, I know that that was exactly the decision that I needed to make. All right, now let's get back to the episode. So we have the confidence definition. It's the belief that it is safe to be yourself. It is safe to take up space and starting to notice the self-talk that is happening. And when the inner critic starts to take over, imagining another version of you that's like, no, it's safe to take action. It's safe to be here. And maybe for you, if you are like a go-getter, like maybe it's safe to rest, 
right? It's safe to be here and open up a book and read just for the pleasure of reading. It's safe to trust in timing. That's a big thing, trusting the timing of your life. Because if you feel like you're behind, then you're never going to feel present because you're thinking about all the things you should have, would have, could have done. And that's where we get to introduce some self-forgiveness. And that's something that we do in GLOW. And the self-love mastermind is walking through forgiveness practices and having those tools in your tool belt that you can use. Because guess what? There's going to be more things in our life that we look back on and we're like, oh. And so forgiveness is not a one and done thing. It's a practice. It's a muscle. Learning how to forgive ourselves and come back to that present moment. And it's almost like cutting those energetic cords with people, with ourself of being like, no, I release you. And when we can start to find things that we're grateful for within the things that have been difficult in our life, I've talked about this a lot, that is when true empowerment starts to come in. When we start to introduce the belief that everything is happening for me, not to me, that is when we start to create a beautiful level of emotional safety, AKA self-confidence. When we feel safe to be ourself, we feel confident to show up in our life because when we know ourselves, we can trust ourselves. So how do we develop? So we know what confidence is. How do we develop confidence? So the confidence formula is very simple. It's almost annoyingly simple. Okay. But this is it. When you say you're going to do something and you follow through, your confidence goes up. When you say you're going to do something and you don't follow through, your confidence goes down. It's like a meter of how well we can trust ourselves, And it directly correlates to us being our word. When we say we're going to do something, whether it's calling a friend back, whether it's drinking your green juice, whether it's sitting down and opening your journal and writing, maybe it's meditation, whatever it might be. When you say you're going to do something, you follow through, your confidence will go up. You will feel that, "Mm, yes, I did it. I showed up for myself. But here's like the caveat. Here's the part where you really need to take note. Stop creating unrealistic expectations for your day. If you are a zero or 100 person where you're like, I'm either going to do nothing or I'm going to do 20,000 things and be superwoman. Like it's not sustainable and it creates this yo-yo effect, yo-yo productivity of like, I'm up, I'm down, I'm up, I'm down, I'm energized, I'm fucking worn out, I'm energized, I'm worn out. Like if you resonate with that, then I want you to get clear on setting like three things for yourself each day. If you ever have a list of like 25 things and you're like, yeah, but they're all urgent, like really question, is this actually urgent? Is this like today urgent or is this like by the end of the week urgent? And that's when you get to renegotiate with yourself of what's a priority and what's urgent, you know, versus what is a self-induced stress that I've created for myself? Are you putting unnecessary pressure on yourself for the things that you need to do? Because it's so much more about who you be while you do it than what you're actually doing. Say you get through everything that you wanted to do, but you're stressed out and you're pissed off and everyone around you is feeling that because everything's a vibration. So you are like emitting that vibration of being stressed and pissed. Does it really matter that you got all that shit done? If that's how you're showing up throughout the day in order to get it done, right? Of course, there's things that we can do 
nutrition wise, like I'm a big fan of Organifi green juice that gives me my mental clarity and that gives me my energy because if our gut is healthy, our mental health is healthy. Okay. Um, but for the most part, it's lowering the expectations with ourself because expectations. Okay. You ready for this? This is a good one. This is like, this is like post your Instagram story. Good expectations are the breeding grounds for resentment. I'm going to say it again. Expectations are the breeding grounds for resentment. Whether you're having expectations for other people or you're having expectations on yourself. Instead of having expectations, ask yourself, who do I want to be while I do this? Set the tone for the attitude you want to bring in to the things that you're doing. And then narrow it down. Ask yourself, what are the top three most important things on this list? What can wait? And here's the cool part. Like, hey, if you get through those three things and you're like, wow, I feel really good. I actually would like to do another. Heck yeah, go for it. But instead of putting a list of 10 things and beating yourself up because you only got to four, put down three and anything else is extra. It's a bonus. You go girl, okay? Um, And so get clear with yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed or if you're feeling shut down, Vice versa, right? Maybe you aren't putting anything on your to-do list and you're just feeling down. If you're if you're not feeling well and you're feeling like, Ugh, I don't want to do shit, <laughs> first, take a shower. If you're an empathetic person and you've been feeling drained because you're soaking up energy from everyone else and you're on your phone too much, anything that you do that disconnects you from your cell phone will then reconnect you to yourself, to nature, to the world around you, to the things that you're grateful for. So take a shower. (laughs) The reason why I'm saying that is because water is so cleansing and it's healing. And you can visualize, yes, you're cleaning your physical body, but visualize cleansing your mind, cleansing your emotions, allowing yourself to reset, allowing yourself to come back to home and affirming to yourself the confidence, right? It is safe to be here. It is safe to feel this. And don't you go shitting on yourself, okay? (laughs) And what I'm talking about is that if you're like, okay, I don't feel well. And then boom, the inner critic comes in saying, you should feel good. Look at all the things you have grateful for. All right. Do not hit yourself with the gratitude stick because what you're doing is you're shaming yourself for feeling what you're feeling rather than inquiring as to why you're feeling that way. Like, where is this coming from? What is, where, where is this coming from? If you're like, I have no freaking clue. Be like, okay, well, how can I make myself proud today? Maybe it's taking a shower. Maybe it's calling back that person you've been avoiding. Maybe it's opening your journal and starting to journal again. Maybe it's pressing play on a 10-minute meditation. But ask yourself that question, how can I make myself proud today? And when you are setting those expect, setting those, we're not setting expectations, okay? When we are setting those intentions, making sure you follow through. And renegotiating when you're with yourself when you can't. And what I mean by that is if we are committed to our word, maybe you have plans to do something and you told yourself you're going to do it, but then all these other things happened that became the priority. Well, you get to have that moment with yourself of like, okay, I'm renegotiating my commitments. Okay, that thing I said I'm going to do today, I'm going to do tomorrow. And this is, this is my commitment, right? And then following through. And so we don't need to be rigid about it of like, I said I was going to do it and I did it and now I can feel my confidence going down, blah, blah, blah. Just notice that you are your word. When you say you're going to do something, you follow through, it goes up. And at the same time, you get to be in flow with the world around you. 
We are only, only in charge of our own internal emotional state. If you find yourself trying to control other people, stop. Your nose is in their business. You get to decide how do you, how do, how do you want them to feel when they are around you? Focus on yourself. That's the best thing you can do for the people around you because no one wants to feel pity. No one wants them, someone else to be worried for them. Instead, believe in the power of, of change. Believe in the power of their resiliency. Be that support for them, but don't look down on them. And if you ever find yourself worrying about other people, worrying about things, just remember, oh, that's not my business. Ooh, that's God's business. That's their business. What's my business? And pull in the reins. Be like, okay, if I'm trying to, and most of the time, the complaints we have about other people are actually complaints we have about ourselves. If you feel like people aren't treating you with respect, are you treating you with respect? If you feel like people aren't appreciating you, are you appreciating you? If you feel like everyone online is blah, 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 blah. Are you that person online? You know what I mean? Everything is a reflection of ourself. We are our greatest mirror, okay? So that is that is the deets about confidence, around the confidence formula, and about infusing a little more joy into your day, okay? Let's release the pressure. It's not necessary. It's safe to be yourself. It's safe to stop, rest, and start again, and... You get to meet yourself wherever you are. You know, we're like the moon. We have phases. Sometimes we feel whole. Sometimes we don't. So, but regardless, we're out. We're here. We're ready to shine. There's a part of you that's always ready to shine. And so how could you shine some light on the things in your life that can bring you joy? And you get to trust yourself at whatever inclination comes, at whatever idea or thought or a little urge comes. Notice the urges and follow them. Allow it to be okay to explore things without knowing exactly how it's going to turn out. That's called trusting the process. Trust the process that everything is happening for you. Things are working out. You are loved and infinitely supported. And you can be, do, and have anything that you want, okay? So you have so much to be grateful for. And you also have complete and full permission to be exactly where you are. There's nowhere that you need to be. There's nowhere you should be. Exactly where you are is perfect and beautiful and it's exactly what you need. And the way that I know that is because it's where you are. <laughs> I know you're exactly where you are because that's where you are. And I also use have all these things that I, that I coach myself and I talk myself through um, and guiding myself of trusting that process in life. Because there's no point in putting our energy in the future and worrying about the past or, or dwelling on it because it's like having a cup with holes in it. The water's leaking out everywhere. Your energy will leak out everywhere. And so allow yourself to come into this present moment and trust that you are exactly where you're meant to be and know that you are so loved and you are so supported. And if you ever doubt that, Put your cell phone down and go sit and put your face in the sun. If you can't, if you don't have access to the sun, if it's like, you know, cold, whatever, do something that connects you to nature. Go put your hands on the tree. I'm not even kidding. Take a moment to just breathe and feel that life force, okay? Nature is never in a hurry, yet everything gets done, okay? Nature's never in a hurry, yet everything gets done. Isn't that such a beautiful phrase? Beautiful quote. I don't know who said it, but I will never forget it. 
Whew, I'm on a roll today. It sounds like this is like a spoken word. All right, guys, if you loved this episode, come say hi to me on Instagram at Kelsey Low Show. I'm always hanging out on Instagram. That's where um, it's my favorite platform to hang out. And I'd love to meet you. I'd love to connect with you. Um, and if you know someone that needs to hear this, send it to them. Send it to a friend. Share it with your friends. Um, you can post a screenshot to your Instagram story and I will reshare it. I would love to connect with y'all. So I hope you're having a wonderful day and you got this girl. You got this. I'm cheering for you. And you know, I hope that you cheer for yourself too. And if it ever feels hard to cheer for yourself, I want you to envision the five-year-old you because sometimes it's hard to cheer for our adult self, but it's always easy to cheer for the child within. All right. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you on the next episode.